You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson and... Along with Tim Moser, co-host. Yeah, and it's just been fantastic. This is the first time Tim and I have worked together on our PR, but it's been really a joy, Tim. A great first hour, wonderful guests. But yeah, I appreciate it. We haven't come to blows or anything, even even harsh words. So it, it's been amazing. Oh heavens no! <laughs> and and Tim and I have known each other for oh, yeah. quite a while. Um, my sweet daughters both sing with Tim, and uh, and music is very important to both of us. Absolutely. If I may paraphrase a song, Mrs. Bitson, you have a lovely daughter. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you have a couple of my. No, but, but, but Liz has, of course, been part of our music group for many, many years, so we yeah. appreciate her. So Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of music, mm-hmm. um, we are just really excited for our next guest, uh, Kathleen Pluth. Uh, welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello. Uh, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, I began writing hymns just about 20 years ago. Um, it was a real eye-opener when I found out that many hymn writers write only the texts of hymns. Uh, they use established hymn melodies in the public domain as the music for them. And since then, I've found it pretty easy to do that. Uh, I have a couple of uh, published collections. Hymns for the Liturgical Year was published in 2005, and Hymn Tune Introits was published in 2015. Um, I also enjoy translating Latin hymns, and I edit hymns for publication. I work for the Word on Fire as the hymn consultant for their Liturgy of the Hours, and that's an editing role. I select hymns and set them to music and edit the words when that seems like a good thing to do. And I receive a lot of commissions for hymns for parishes, seminaries, dioceses, sometimes for special occasions, and sometimes because a pastor or a music director has a good idea for him. And so they asked me to write it. Uh, for example, I wrote a hymn for the Diocese of Birmingham for their Eucharistic year. And I also won another contest sponsored by the Archdiocese of Detroit for the Eucharistic, Re- Eucharistic Revival. It's uh, sort of a parallel contest to this one, the USCCB one. Well, tell us about the hymn that you wrote uh, and why you even entered the contest to begin with. Sure. Um, Well, this is such a special moment in the United States. Uh, I feel that the the Eucharistic Revival is an enormously important event, and I wanted to support this key evangelization effort of the U.S. bishops. Um, My personal gift, my main gift, is writing hymns. So I was hoping that that could be my contribution in some way. So when I saw the contest, I kind of knew I had to enter it. I feel very blessed that my text was chosen, along with Diane Mahoney's theme song. They're going to be sung uh, by Catholics throughout the United States and at the National Eucharistic Congress in Indianapolis. So this is a very great honor for me. So Kathleen, I'm I'm curious, you mentioned that uh, you know a lot of the hymns are, are set to already existing melodies. In this particular uh, him was there an existing melody, or was that written by you or someone else as well? There are two existing melodies that this hymn will be published with, mm-hmm. is my understanding. Okay. Um, one is called Hyperdoll. Mm-hmm. We sing that with um, Alleluia, Sing to Jesus. Right. And um, Love Divine, All Love's Excelling. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And the other one is Nettleton, uh, which in the United States we sing that mostly with um, God We Praise You. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of a rousing song. And um, also uh, it's sung with uh, uh, Come Thou Font of Every Blessing. Mm, wonderful. Talk about this song in particular. Now tell us the title and then just take us through the, the creative process and how the Holy Spirit worked with, with these, with these uh, lyrics. Sure. Um, the title is Let the Earth Acclaim Christ Jesus. Uh, so it's a, a very, uh, I, I translate Latin hymns, and this is a way that some of the Latin hymns start with a, a general statement of let us remember this or let us, let us praise God in this way or let us remember a saint, for example. So I started it with Let the Earth Acclaim Christ Jesus. Um, there are two ways, really, that I write hymns. One is I um, get an idea, and I write it down and start going from there. Um, and the ideas can occur to me anywhere, you know, on the subway or um, at a ballpark. Um, so I just jot them down and go from there. This one was different. Um, I knew it was important uh, or, you know, potentially important. So I... Uh, went through several versions, and I studied especially at length John chapter 6, the Bread of Life discourse. Mm-hmm. And I, I started writing um, in, in, in several times before I uh, landed on this particular version. That's wonderful. I'm sure a lot of prayer and a lot of uh, uh, soul-searching, I guess, and just uh, time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, maybe? It's true. It's true. I often go to daily Mass, and at one of the parishes, uh, the Blessed Sacrament is exposed after Mass, and it, uh, because Mass takes place in the Adoration Chapel. And so I stayed there and prayed about it a lot. And that's there's not a, a better way you can pray than before the the body, blood, soul, and divinity, the true presence of, of Christ there. And so I have a question. Has this hymn been performed at a Mass yet? Um, and if so, what was the reaction that you got from that? Well, not yet. Um, it's supposed to appear soon uh, and be made available for everyone. And um, I'm very excited to see how folks react. Um, in general, if people pray or get to know God, get to know God's plan better, um, then I feel the hymn has done its job. Sure. Um, plus, there's a lot of scripture in the hymn, and I guess that can work on many levels. Um, scripture has power just inherently because the Holy Spirit breathes through scripture, um, reminding us of everything Jesus said. Um, so even if people don't realize there are references to Scripture, the fact that the Scripture is there makes it a much stronger hymn, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, and then uh, folks who are familiar with Scripture and get the references will have that much richer an experience. So, and I even hope that some of our Protestant brothers and sisters could make some of the connections between Scripture and Eucharist if they come in contact with this hymn. 
Yeah, yeah, because that is often you get, well, where does the Bible say that when you talk about the Eucharist? And, of course, the mm-hmm. uh, John chapter 6, uh, the Eucharistic discourse. So, Kathleen, are you a music, musician musician yourself? I mean, my co-host here is an amazing <laughs> musician. Uh, Tim Mosher <laughs> is really, really fantastic and has written some things himself. Um, so, do you, are you... A singer as well. Are you a musician? Uh, obviously, you need to pound it out uh, in some way to hear what it sounds like, or do you just strictly write? Uh, I am. I am a musician. I play several instruments. Um, I, I don't think particularly well. If, um, <laughs> if that makes sense. I, I, I'm not a professional organist, for example. Um, but uh, I have been singing in church since fourth grade. Um, in Catholic school, and um, have been a leader of uh, quite a number of choirs, actually, both in college and at many churches. Um, I've worked uh, for five years as a parish music director and uh, a couple of years as the music director of a K-12 school. Uh, and uh, that's what I love uh, the most as a director is teaching children to sing, mm, especially yeah. teaching children Gregorian chant, Wonderful. which is a, oh, that a is. kind of a native language for children. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they learn it very quickly, mm-hmm. and I think they'll retain it for the rest of their lives, which is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very beautiful. So let the earth acclaim Christ Jesus for our listeners. We have a 10 diocese lis- listening area, and now <laughs> you've piqued all our interest because it hasn't been done at a mass yet. Can can you read the hymn to us? Um, let's see. I could read a bit for you. Um, yeah, just give us a taste, a flavor, mm-hmm. uh, a tease. Have. Mm-hmm. So the first verse talks about the, the plan of God and how that's accomplished in Jesus. The second verse talks about the, um, the uh, real presence. The third one links the Eucharist and the uh, and and the um, resurrection. And the fifth verse is all about praise. So let me just tell you, the, say the fourth verse. Mm-hmm. Could I just read the words for you? Absolutely. Please do. Please do. Please. All right. God, pure goodness, ever living, source of everlasting days, gives this pledge of life eternal to the church he works to raise. By this foretaste of the kingdom, Weakened souls begin to thrive. Darkened minds are filled with wisdom. Stony hearts and wills revive. That's beautiful. Mm, amazing. That is really, really beautiful. I love the tease. That's the fourth verse in the hymn that you won the contest with. And it's going Thank to be you. going to be used at the Mass for the Eucharistic Revival. So that's very special, and we congratulate you, Kathleen, for that wonderful accomplishment. And when I hear it, it's going to be uh, really fun to to reflect on our conversation that we've had with you. Kathleen, I, wa- I want to encourage you. Thanks so much. And of course, we all know Augustine supposedly said, right, the person that sings prays twice. But I love how you mm-hmm. set scriptural tones to it. We could say that the person that sings scripturally, right, like you are, maybe maybe prays 10 times. You know, So I just want to thank you mm-hmm. for saying yes to that call and responding mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit so that we can pray well and draw all of us closer to Christ in the Eucharist. Thanks so much, Kathleen. Thank you. Thank you to all your listeners as well for listening so kindly. Appreciate it.
You betcha. Thanks so much. So that's Kathleen Pluth, who won the hymn version of this contest. Next, we'll talk with Diane Mahoney, who won the theme song category. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 